Welcome to the Small Business Show. My name is Swire from Garuda Pro. Uh, this, in this episode, we have Michael Stectinio from Sandler Training. Um, he's a sales professional coach. How are you doing, Michael? I'm doing fantastic, Swire. Um, I've been waiting for this episode for, for a while because I've uh, you know, actually listened to one of your presentation on the topics of LinkedIn. Okay. Uh, last time, you know, this, one, this time, uh, the question that I'm asking is all my personal questions. Okay. Really. Um, but before we do that, can you tell us a little bit about your professional background and how did you uh, become a coach for uh, sales and management professionals? Absolutely. So I've been coaching for about 14 years and it really comes to my passion for leadership. Mm -hmm. And I think leadership in the past was just kind of something that people were given as a rank or tenure. So you just stayed with the company right. for a long time yeah. and you just become a leader. And really in my belief and my experience is a leader is someone who can motivate and move someone else. So I spent a lot of time, I was a professor at Loyola Marymount for about eight years. I directed and created a program on sustainable leadership. And really what we learned and what we discovered is that it really, leadership comes from all levels. It comes from the top down and bottom up. And it has to be systemic. So it can't just be one-off events. And as throughout my studies, as I learned, really, it, it, it comes down to do you want it? Not here, take this and then right. run with it. So I started my own company a couple years ago. And now I've been working with small businesses, business owners, and leaders on really changing how they grow their business. and. Uh, leadership. Okay. All right, let's dive into it. Uh, sure. So the topic is LinkedIn. And for uh, most viewers and for a lot of people that I talk to in, in the chamber or networking, they thought that LinkedIn is where you put your resume and when you try to get a job. Is it not? Is it? I think for a lot of people, uh, like to like a business resume it's, type of page. It's completely um, changed over the years. Yeah, but then from from my uh, point of view, like in the beginning, I did that. You know, so okay. I read a couple of articles, and uh, they they taught me, you know, how to put your title and put the description on there. Uh, I did that, and but then from like two years ago, um, because I follow some of my clients. You know, sure. uh, we're contact, and I saw that they uh, switch jobs. You know, mm -hmm. that that's the first thing I think like people Absolutely. professionally do. That you know, we are now uh, at a different company as a marketing director. They move on. So um, I first of all I, I did what a lot of people do, just say congrats, whatever template. But then there are a couple of them that I'm uh, get in touch with. We get along uh, good, mm -hmm. and I'm trying to be helpful and say, um, let me know if if you need help. You know, I could you know do the same service that we do from your old uh, company, and then they actually brought me in when they move on. So I know that I might be onto something there. You, you know? absolutely are. You absolutely so. Are. What are your thoughts on marketing yourself or business on LinkedIn? Uh, you know, most people look for jobs, but then are there something that is more than looking for a job on LinkedIn? So I think you need to define how you want to use LinkedIn. And that's where the misconception comes in. Do you want to use it to market yourself or do you want to use it to look for jobs? And that's the message. So it goes back to marketing. What's your brand? What's your message? Is it cohesive? So if you're out there to network and to meet people and to grow business, that's the way that your um, profile should look. It should look mm. outward facing. I highly recommend taking a 30 second commercial and putting it on there. So what do you do? Like a video. A video. Uh -huh. So you can embed videos, you can embed links, you can embed all sorts of resources onto your uh, LinkedIn account. Is Why not take a camera like you're doing right now uh -huh. 
and embed a 30-second commercial. But really, don't do features and benefits because they have access to your website. Right. So don't talk about what you can do. Talk about who you work with. And the beauty of it is you're on one of the largest social media platforms of business professionals in the world. Mm -hmm. So if you're talking about who you work with, their frustrations, how you can help solve problems, and someone listens to that, either they or someone that they know may be more likely to connect you. So with, with that mindset, would I uh, craft the message or the link that I share on LinkedIn if I'm, let's say, looking for a job versus I wanted to you know, build my business on, on LinkedIn? Absolutely. So if you're looking for a job in the description, I would highly suggest your accomplishments and who you are as a professional. If you're looking to build your business, I would craft your message to talk about more of who you work with mm. and not about yourself. Because remember, people do business with people they like and people that are like them. And if you only talk about yourself and your accomplishments, it becomes braggy. Yeah. So, and that's where LinkedIn started as a glorified resume, right? People just talk, start putting in their accomplishments. <laughs> uh -huh. And that's where it's evolving too, is a social media platform that's more social. So who can you work with, not these are all the things I did, brag, brag, brag. You know, there's a spot for that, but really have it outbound facing. I, I do notice that like, I have business contact that I both connect with on Facebook and LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. The topics that we discuss on Facebook, you know, like family pictures where I ate for lunch and uh, compared to LinkedIn, you know, we talk about more professional topics that are in our expertise. So sure. I, I do notice the, the difference between the platforms. So, and I'll make an analogy, I'll probably make it a couple times during this uh, talk is, LinkedIn is like going to a networking event. Are you gonna go and talk about, you know, personal things at a networking event? Maybe, but only with your close circle. Right. You know, you're not gonna open up your phone and be like, hey, here's my pictures of, unless you really know them. Mm -hmm. So it's the same thing with LinkedIn. Like, if you feel comfortable doing something like that at a networking event, do it on LinkedIn. So, you know, the baseball game pictures or, you know, the family at Christmas or, you know, wherever, like the personal ones, probably keep for Facebook. And then for your accolades and your accomplishments professionally and maybe inspiration, because you want to inspire people, mm -hmm. you can put those on LinkedIn. Okay, good tips. Um, tell me a little bit about more uh, social, uh, social selling. You know, sure. I know that you have, uh, you know, mentioned a few times when we were doing networking together. Um, is it just about people taking selfies and trying to become a social media influencer? That seems like what everyone is doing, man. I, you know, uh, don't get me wrong, a lot of them are making good money. Sure, and let me be clear, if you are a social media influencer, congratulations. For the 99 percentile out there that are not, the right way to use LinkedIn is just, it's, social selling is networking <coughs> online. So go back to the word sell. Sell itself has such a negative connotation. And you're not trying to convince people to buy your product. You're trying to establish relationships. And I think that's the misconception, is it's just like going to a networking event. It's just you're doing it from your living room. Um, you're trying to identify who's out there, what are their needs, what are their pain points, who they work with in the past, and how you might be able to help them. Nothing's different than on LinkedIn. So if you're out there blasting selfies and you know saying bye, 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 
probably LinkedIn is not the right platform for you. You know, Facebook, if you're more of a transactional. Right, product-based. If you're yeah. much more product-based and transactional, Facebook's a great avenue. And it will be probably for the foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. But if you're more B2B, more business service, more relationship sale, so it's more of understanding who they are, that's not the best and most effective way. You'll create a lot of noise and people won't want to, you know, they'll just start unfollowing they might maintain your 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 uh, connection, but just unfollow your messages. So, um, social selling is really networking online. Um, there's other platforms like Shaper, um, where it's just like going to a networking event. It's based off the app Tinder, mm-hmm. so you can swipe right or swipe wow. left, and it's all business professionals. Mm-hmm. And it's another way to meet people. But the same thing, some people are on there just to sell, 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 and you instantly aren't interested. Now, if you're on there to establish relationships, understand who they are, how they do business, and you know, I like to, to talk about the six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Are you familiar okay. with that? Mm-mm. So six degrees of Kevin Bacon is everyone is somehow connected to Kevin Bacon within six people. Okay, I see that. The philosophy behind it is you can are connected to anyone on this planet, all eight billion people, within six connections. Because if everyone knows 250 people by name, uh-huh. which most people on average know, 250 or more, you're connected with everyone within six connections. And they did a study a couple years ago. It's now 4.2 with social media. Yeah, I'm sure in this world of age, like for example, we both are ambassador for the LA Chamber. Exactly. So probably two, for us will be two to probably, you know, uh, highly, you know, Official, you know, uh, just go through the chamber, you know, chamber, you know, people, and then you could be in touch with a lot of famous people, you know, successful people in the world. And the key is, you aren't going to be able to do business with everyone, but really being able to understand who they are, and more importantly, they understand who you are as a business professional, they could then refer you out. And we talk about three things the attitude, the behaviors, and the techniques. So, Referrals is the number one way to grow your business. Mm-hmm. You don't ask people, they're not naturally just gonna rec- not recommend someone for, to you. So when you meet someone, you don't wanna be selling, you wanna be interested, and then you also wanna ask if they know anyone who would be able to use your product or someone that could be valuable to have a conversation with yourself. Okay. Yeah, I wanna share an example. You know, I, I met uh, someone who's pretty, worked for a pretty big company. We connect in uh, Chamber of Commerce, we exchanged cards, uh, you know, we became contacts. Mm-hmm. Nothing happened for about six months, and but then one day I got a message, a LinkedIn message from them, say, uh, we've been watching what you post on LinkedIn. Okay. Uh, we kind of like what we saw, and I usually try to be mindful and put, you know, useful content on there. Um, they actually watch everything that I post and you know like you said you know watch who is this person really exactly. like do we want it to even engage that this person so now we, we we're gonna work on something together so, together so uh, do you I think you do need to keep you know in mind of what you are putting out there if you just post uh, something random on there then you know people do look at it they might not respond sure but then it, it, it built on to who you are really, you know, uh, in the professional space, like, like LinkedIn. So you bring up a good point. What should you po- post? And I'll even address how often should you post. So if you're an up-and-coming business owner, I would suggest at least once a week. 
Um, if you have more content, you can curate the content, which means you don't have to create it yourself. You can go find it and point people to valuable sources online. You can get up to two to three times a week or every day. And the key is, are you providing valuable insights to them? If they go on, I tend to post three different things. Tips, case studies, and then stuff that we do, like seminars, books, you know, actionable items. I get the most traction on my tips. You know, mm -hmm. the three things to ask better questions. I'll get a ton of traction or a ton of views on it because it's helpful to the network. I'm not trying to sell. Again, going back to that, I'm, LinkedIn is not used to sell. It's to provide value just like a networking event is. So number one, try and post often, not five times a day, once a day <laughs> um, at max, or oh. start with one to two times a week. And then you've mentioned it a couple times, Swire, is make sure that you're interactive on the site which means when you post, I like stuff. You know, I'll look at it, I'll, I'll see what you're doing, and then I don't just, I actually like it. Because that does two things. It shows a relationship, and number two, it adds, I'm in your head. You know, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm following your stuff, I'm finding value in it. So continue, I have a rule of five. I tend to engage in five different pieces a day. And then um, you also want to join groups and connect with people to then post information. Because at the end of the day, there's a lot of intellectual conversations going out on LinkedIn. If you're not a part of it, you're missing out on a lot of credibility in your world. Well, I think one, another thing that I, I noticed too, people are big on alumni groups, mm -hmm. or if you uh, believe in a common cause, mm -hmm. or, um, you know, for example, it's totally unrelated to business, but then I'm really proud. I, I actually study, uh, I'm a certified kettlebell instructor. So wow. uh, from an organization called Strong First. Okay. So uh, my certification is called uh, SFG1. So that's the level one of the kettlebell certification. I was so proud, I just put it on there. Um, you know, and my, I think the achievement. And actually found that on LinkedIn, there's actually a lot of other business people uh, who are SFG1. So now we have a common topic that we talk to. Um, it's not that you know, you have to go and do kettlebell tra trainer, but it could be like a sports team that you Absolutely. both like, or maybe you're from the same region, uh, small town in the world. Absolutely. So it kind of bring you closer than another user profile on LinkedIn. Absolutely. So I, I believe that uh, it's kind of odd, but then I put it out there uh, and then actually uh, create a new conversation Absolutely. from people that are interested in kettlebell. That's awesome. <laughs> um, so I know we, we talked a, a, a couple of different things on you know, making it better, mm -hmm. uh, appealing on, on LinkedIn. So what are uh, other ways that you suggest to create an attractive profile on okay. LinkedIn? Okay, uh, that's a great question. And here we are in 2020, there's no golden, golden rule to say that you have to do this exact formula. If you're a business professional, and you're in a tank top and shorts, mm -hmm. probably not the, the image that you want to portray. Um, for example, I have a, a blazer on and a, a button-down shirt and tie on mine, and then I have more of a tropical background. So the West Coast feel is definitely represented in my LinkedIn. I, I firmly believe that it should be some of your personality in there. Mm -hmm. Or your brand, if you have a business, your brand in there, so people can understand it or see it. Um, some people like to put themselves, like if they're, if they're a professional speaker, maybe a picture of them speaking to an audience right. or them working with someone to show a little bit of action in life. 
Um, those are two good ideas, is be yourself. Be professional and be yourself. How would you show up to your first sales call? That's how it would portray yourself in a picture. Um, some other great ideas are, number one, who, like I said, who do you work with? So uh, constructing a message that talks to the pain points that you solve. So what are the frustrations that you eliminate? What are the things that people are tired of dealing with that you solve and engage on? So not your features and benefits, but who you work with and what type of problems you solve. That's what I would gear your message towards. And then also credibility. So as you're creating videos, post these on there and create yourself a library. Um, if you write articles, it takes no more than a few minutes to just post something mm -hmm. of insightfulness. Not, I think one of my pet peeves on LinkedIn is people who vent and complain. Um, that instantly is someone I don't want to do business with if they're yeah. venting and complaining about anything. So what I like to do is just be proactive and constructive. So just taking your message and being, this is what we can do. What are your thoughts on this? And putting it out to the, um, to the network and to invoke some nice conversation. Um, and then other ideas would just be actively engaged on it. Make sure that it's up to date and that it's clean. You, just like a resume, you don't want misspelled words, you don't want like inaccuracies, you don't want um, a lot of mistakes because mm -hmm. someone reading that's going to be like, uh, yeah, that's your it's, first impression. it's what people would say about you before they even yeah, clean and neat. Okay, and I think there is something to be said about too long. You know, if you have paragraphs, several, it's too much. Most people have a website nowadays, or like I said, do a right, video. Right, they want to read more. Yeah, nice and clean and neat. Okay. They should be able to look through your profile in, a, in less than 30 seconds to a minute and have a great idea of who you are and what you've done. Okay, great advice. Um, so I think this is my question, specifically, wanted okay. to ask you. Should I connect with everyone I know on LinkedIn? You know, like, like we said, you know, uh, with two degree of separation, I could connect with like a politician or a successful businessman, should I make an effort to connect with them? Some of them probably will. Um, is it a numbers game? Like do, if I have 2,000 connection and you have 5,000, are you better on LinkedIn than I do? Uh, or just define and have meaningful connection, like actually knows who you are? So I would suggest connecting with everyone that you know and anyone who you'd like to connect with. So be strategic with who you allow into your network. Because at the same time, you probably don't want your direct competition on your network combing through and connecting with all of your Yeah, network. and pick all my clients. Yeah, so, so be strategic. Don't connect with every single person on there. Um, but I would, if you connect with people in a networking event, here's a great tip for everyone, and it's the best way to use LinkedIn. So first and foremost, when you meet someone, try and establish some type of rapport. And when you talk about staying connected, I like to ask, are you on LinkedIn? Most people are. So mm -hmm. There are some who are not, so that's why I ask. And then I ask if we can connect. I like to come from service first. It's just, again, going back to why I got into coaching is I want to help people. Mm -hmm. So I always throw this out there, is comb through my network. So you know how you can have like 500 plus contacts? If you click on that, you can filter through someone's contacts which means you can do it by location, by job title, by organization. Um, anything you want, you can start to filter it down. And I coach someone through this at a networking event, and oh. I'll say, if there's anyone on there and you want me to connect you with them, feel free. 
now you've established a point of credibility. And I really mean it, because I will. Mm. Again, that's also why I don't connect with everyone, because if they want to connect with everyone on my LinkedIn, I, I don't know them. Yeah. So about one out of three, I don't really know that well. Uh, but two out of three people in my network, I know by name. I know I have their email or phone number. So if someone wants to connect, that's what it's about. Um, and then you know what happens every single time? They, they ask for you? Never. never. Almost never. Oh, really? Swear. I'm you surprised. know what happens almost every time? You have to force it to them? They offer it to me. Wow. So they say, well, you do the same to me. So then when I reach out and I say, hey, you know, Swire, would you, remind, would you mind connecting me with Joe Smith? Now you've already asked, you've already allowed me to, to connect that's, you. Sure, yeah. So that's typically what happened. But I'd say one out of 20, maybe ask me to connect with someone online. Okay. Um, but again, that's what, going back to what I'm saying, social selling, uh -huh. that's the idea. Is you're connecting people with purpose. Don't just go out there and randomly sell. And here's another warning. Don't just go out and solicit people. So don't use LinkedIn for push out marketing. There's okay. too much noise in 2020. About 2018, that was a great strategy. And then a lot of um, recruiting and HR organizations started doing it yeah, a lot. Yeah. And so now most people don't even open their inboxes. It's something like, I don't, I don't want to quote a stat, but it's the majority of them go unopened. So don't. They probably send it out in bulk too. Like if it's not per <coughs> if it's personalized for me, I might look at it. If it's just a generic message, exactly. Most people can tell. I just delete. And you can do that. Just don't go mass marketing on LinkedIn. Yeah. It's just there's just too much noise. Mm -hmm. I would, you know, we've talked about a couple of ways to strategically use the network in a proactive manner. That's how I would use LinkedIn. That's that's really good tips because that's exactly, uh, I think, what we do at the chamber. You know, I'll, I'll meet someone business card, I say, um, if you look at my contact sphere, if you want me to connect you with any member in the chamber, like I would do so for you. Absolutely. But here you're just doing in a bigger scale. They might be in New York, they might be in overseas. Uh, I can connect you. So, you know, that could mean, uh, you know, being a chamber of commerce in globally. Absolutely. And that's, that's the goal here is to connect people to do business and to grow commerce. And, and I find that that that's um, will help me on referral down the line a lot better because now we might not do business at this point mm -hmm. right away, but then I'm saying, how can I help you? You know, I, I'm try I, and I mean it. You know, I really would try to connect with connect them with people they want to meet. And and that's where you touch on a very important point. Do you care about what you do? I think people can see through those who are just trying to to use someone. Yeah. And they have no intention of really you know working with them. They just want to use their network, do you come from a place of care? Are you really trying to help them? And I think obviously ambassadors and people in the chamber are very much aligned to that value. If you truly believe it, it works, it works. But then at the same time, there'll be a couple times where you'll connect with someone and they'll try and take advantage of the system. But patience and trust is, it definitely outplays the, the one or two people that cause a little bit of head trash. Yeah, so would you uh, prospect on LinkedIn? So that, going back to what I was saying is yes, but be strategic. Okay. I think prospecting is using LinkedIn to look people up is very important. I'll say I, that, I do that every I'll, time. <laughs> I'll say that again. Before you go on a sales call or before you go on, look at their LinkedIn. But also be conscious of if they have that little gold box that says in, uh -huh. they see that you're on their profile. 
So if you're on their profile five, ten times a day for a week, that comes off stalkerish. Right. So be conscious of that. Um, so using it to prospect is using it to educate yourself around commonalities and past experience. Um, don't constantly refresh and go back to them. So that's a good thing to know because they see every time you're on their page if they have that little gold square. So be mm. careful of that. Okay. So news for everyone out there. But absolutely use it to prospect. It's essential. That's what it's there for. Um, and if you're on someone's page that often, you should have connected by now. Yeah. You know, just call them. <laughs> another thing is not just prospecting, but your clients and anyone you've done work with, I highly suggest that you connect with so that they can see who you're working with and vice versa. You can see who they're working with and you have more of an accessibility to referrals. Because if you're working with them, they probably like the work that you're doing. They'll be more apt to share and connect what you're doing on social media or connect you with someone who needs you. So absolutely connect with those that you do business with. Okay. That's very good tips. And that's a lot of, to think about. You know, it's like whatever that we are doing at the chamber, you could do that basically on LinkedIn, the same thing. And that's but what social in, selling is. And then there's, you can do it with a lot, a lot more people because, you know, I think with all the ambassador in the LA Chamber at together, I think we know over 10,000 contacts at least. I would say 10 million. Yeah. If you, if you put our second degree contacts out there, it's who our contacts know, you're probably talking about all of Los Angeles. Mm. If you start to just go two connections away. Yeah. And by our third connections, it's probably half of the country. So the reality is within a short amount of distance, you're going to know almost the majority of the country. And the more you get to know that person, the more comfortable they'll feel in connecting you to that person. And then it's a domino effect. Okay. Any final thought on LinkedIn? Something that we didn't uh, touch on and you feel that you know, the viewer should know? Yeah, I would put um, a restriction on how you use it. So it's like a black hole. Okay. You can easily find yourself in LinkedIn for about an hour, which turns into two hours, which turns <laughs> into a half day. So put a timeout on your, your LinkedIn. So I would say maximum one hour a day. Don't use it for anything longer than that. Um, religiously use it. So go in maybe two to five times a week for an hour. Um, but be careful of the time that you can spend on it because you spend too much time in there, you lose the reality of going to networking events, doing calls, you know, actually implementing the projects that you're doing. And it becomes your only avenue for prospecting and relationships. And you want to have a nice diverse portfolio of how you engage new clients and new prospects. So put a time frame on how long you use it. Okay. Thank you so much, Michael, for, for your great information. Watch out, LinkedIn. You know, I, I've got a lot more information now that I'm going to perfect my profile and my uh, strategy. That I, I really love that you connect. Uh, you, you compare the chamber to a LinkedIn. So okay. I, I know now exactly what I need to do. And for anyone who's out there, Michael Castiglione um, with Sandler Training, connect with me. Uh, Swire and I are our first connections. So um, if I can help you in any way, whether it's, I'm throwing it out, if you listen to the whole thing, yeah. look at my network, see if I can introduce you to someone. Obviously, I need to know who you are first, but uh, I look forward to connecting and uh, doing business in the future. Thank you, Michael. All right. Thanks for having me.